Hey, hey y'all, hey y'all. I'm Soph. And I'm Nat. And, and we're, we're the, the Travel Brats. Brats. Welcome to our podcast. We've been putting the brat in travel. Since 2020. And we're just getting started. From hidden gems to world-class travel. We've been sharing hot and not destinations from a bird's eye view and a party, party of, of two. two. So what's on the itinerary today? Yo, 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 Travel Brats. It's Soph. And Kales. Coming to you from the studio today, guys. We are continuing our series on Viva Italia. And we are going to, drum roll please, Florencia. Florencia. Kaylee, so how was your Florence experience? It was great. I mean, Florence is the place where the Renaissance basically was born. It started. So the history there... My history buffs. Here we go. It's going to be great. (laughs) So to start off with some of my favorite main attractions, obviously you have to see the Duomo, the beautiful church. Of course, the Duomo is super famous. And we had a tour there. It was a small group tour of about 20 people. So it was really nice. Got a ton of historical information. And with the tour, you also get a ticket to go see the museum where a lot of the statues from the church are because there are replicas on the outside of the church because they don't want it to um, right. to get like destroyed by the weather and stuff. Mm-hmm. And actually, fun fact about the church, a lot of the churches in Italy are super like elaborate and ornate, but this is a very, like I don't want to say dull, but it's a very plain church because they wanted the focus to be on when you look up at the dome. It's where all the, the frescoes are and stuff. Oh, that's all the paintings. Cool, huh? Yeah, so it's absolutely beautiful. And there you can see the baptistry and the bell tower too. So you need about half a day to see this. And of course, you have to climb the Duomo. It's like 500 stairs. Duomo. But you can do it. It's worth it. It's a tight space. So if you get like nauseous or like you can't handle crowded areas, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it, but it's so good. Do it, guys. Do it. Just do it. The view from there of all Florence is is so beautiful. Like you have to do it. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, Florence is Florence is top notch. I have to say this because it's so funny. The Insta pictures at the top. Let me just tell you, they're so good. They're so good. When I was little, I used to get the Duomo and the Pantheon mixed up, even though they're not the same at all. I completely do. Yeah, we got a a picture of a painting at the National Art Museum in D.C. of the Pantheon, and I was like, it's a Duomo. And Mike's like, it's not the Duomo. It's not the Duomo. It's the Pantheon. Yeah, the Pantheon's in Rome. What are you talking about? It's a pagan temple turned church, and the Duomo's the church in Florence. But it was funny, because I'm always like, the Duomo. I'm Everything we go to, I'm like, it's the Duomo. And he's like, no, it's. So it's not. not. It's really but yeah, this is like one of the main attractions in Florence, so it's definitely a must-see. Must-see, Duomo. Yeah, breathtaking views at the top. And then anyway, of course, our friend, the David by Michelangelo. It's so famous. It's so the iconic. Statue of David. I mean, you got to see David. He's gorgeous, no? <laughs> so Look it's, at that curly hair. It's at the Academy Gallery. We had this amazing, like I always said, tours are the best, except for a few places. We had this amazing tour guide. She was so funny. <laughs> and honestly, this is really quick and fun. The Academy is not huge. There's other, like, um, there's some musical instruments and other sculptures there, but the David's the main thing to see. Mm-hmm. But actually, fun fact, there are four other unfinished works by Michelangelo, sculptures that they have oh, there. Oh, that's really So they're cool. unfinished. You can see, like, how he was carving into the rock and bringing to life these forms. Now, that would have been And cool. he believed that you were just uncovering the statue. He believed the statue was already in the rock and that he was just uncovering it. Instead of making it, he was uncovering the statue. I mean, What an artsy way to look at life. He's such an artsy genius. We're just, just uncovering the secrets. The secrets. But yes, the David there. was so, it was so good. And our tour guide, she was so funny. I mean, 
She taught us a lot, like, about the Medici family and stuff. You know, there is a Netflix series on the Medici family. <laughs> oh, I've, I've been wanting to watch that. I started watching it, actually, with yeah. Natalie, and it was it's pretty good. I We won't literally only watch, like, the first couple episodes. But it is really good, and I don't know, like, how historically accurate it is, but it seemed like it was pretty... Yeah. Pretty story. Pretty good. It's pretty crazy. Pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. So they were an interesting family. I don't know. They're fun. And then didn't you say you did a day trip in Tuscany? Yes, we did. It was the wine country. I know. So good. So our tour actually included a couple different stops. So first we went to Siena, which is just a must-see. It's a beautiful medieval town. And they had the Piazza del Campo, which is like the main square. Mm -hmm. Super cute. Take your pics. And then they have the Duomo di Siena. And there's actually some more Michelangelo work statues in there. (laughs) Duomo. I know you love saying it. So there's some more Michelangelo works there if you want to see. Oh, that's cool. And then it's actually divided. I learned this fun fact and i feel like as a history nerd i have to share this with you it's it's my job so it's divided into different like little neighborhoods in siena and they're called contrade which oh, is the plural cool. like one contrada many contrade and um this was used to kind of divide them and they were very they took pride in their neighborhood basically in, in medieval times they started this horse racing competition there called uh palio de siena and it's two times every summer july 2nd and august 16th and it's in honor of the virgin mary so what they do is they huh. race horses and each contrada has their horse and the winner gets this like handcrafted banner i don't oh. i'm not 100 sure like how what are like all Whoa. the little logistics but it's like really interesting so if you want to go there and see this crazy horse race summer july 2nd and august 16th you can see it that's actually it's pretty cool. cool yeah and like they bring really the horses neat. into the church and the like the priest there blesses the horses before they go out and race. Like they've been doing this for like since medieval times. So for this Traditions. town, it's really important. Cool. And Sienna also bought with Florence a lot. There's a lot of history there. Yeah, you I feel like you'd love it. Well, it's well, great. Just let I throw that in there one more time. One more time. And uh, then you also went to San Jim Gimignano? Gimignano? Gimignano, I'm just gonna say it like that. G-I-M-I-G-N-A-N-O. Yeah. It's what I picture, like, in a medieval town looking like. Like, I felt like I was in a storybook. I don't know. I felt like a princess walking through this medieval town. It was so pretty. Like, I took a picture of this little medieval well. There's not, like, a ton to do there. They have, like, two torture museums kind of random we didn't see them but if you're if you want to see that go ahead but we just took a lot of pics (laughs) again there's not much to do not my vibe but you you not my vibe but you do you if you're into torture museums there's two right when you walk into the city (laughs) i don't know what that's about they look very homemade but if you're into that go see it but we just took a lot of pictures because there's some great views of like the vineyards and stuff from there oh i bet so yeah and then obviously everybody's gotta go to Pisa. So it was an amazing tour because it took you to these two medieval towns and then we went to Pisa which I told my parents we cannot not see Pisa and like go to Italy. We have to see this. You have to pretend that you're pushing it up. It's a must see and a must climb. It's it's not that hard guys and it it, it doesn't feel that tilted really when you're walking. I didn't feel dizzy at all. I had already climbed St. Peter's Basilica and the Duomo so by, by Pisa I was like I got this. I can climb these high towers and not feel nauseous anymore. Were you scared that it was gonna fall while you were in it? No, I wasn't. I was. I was too excited to get to the top. Teasing. I think my dad was a little scared. No, just kidding. (laughs) He was with me. Dave in the bucket. Patty. Patty didn't go. Shout out to our mom. She was holding holding the bags. Cause oh, that's another important (laughs) thing. You can't bring any bags, even small fanny packs. You're not allowed to take anything up there. But you can't take a bottle of water. So I don't know about the bags, but you can't take them. 
That's interesting. Yeah, but you do go through is like a little security. They have like a scare. Oh, I think okay. it's probably because it is small. Like there's people coming both ways on the stairs. I was like, is it so, because if you bring too much stuff, it'll fall over maybe. with the weight? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> but yeah, must see. And they also have a church there and a baptistry. We didn't get to go in because we had limited time. But the main thing is pizza. Don't forget, take your Instapics of you holding up pizza or pushing it over. There's some great spots for that. Oh, and a thing to add on, in between San Gimignano and Pisa, our trip that had all this amazing stuff, it was a full day trip, included um, a vineyard. And uh-huh. we ate there. And they had like a little taste, a wine tasting, oh. pasta. It was really fun. We took some pictures in the vineyard with a great overlook. So this was one day trip. And it yeah. took you to all It these was places. everything. So we went to Siena, San Gimignano, then we ate our lunch at the vineyard in Tuscany, and then we went to Pisa and then we just drove all the way back to Florence. So it's a full That's day awesome. trip on like a big tour bus, but it's so worth it. The bus arrived on time. We got home a little later than expected, but still that means we got more time at the places. So I'm not complaining. Yeah, that rocks. But yeah, it's a great all day trip from Florence. So especially if you just want a great overlook of Tuscany, you're getting so many things into one day. Yeah, totally. And then okay, some of the some of the activities that yes. you got to do were so so cool. Tell oh us about that. Oh my gosh. So we did this really fun activity. It was perfume making in Florence. Oh. Such a fun experience. I mean, I never really thought about how perfume was made, but so much goes into it. They let you pick, like, they have this little triangle, and you pick your base notes and, like, your middle notes and your top notes, and you pick all the scents, and they kind of tell you if it works, if it will smell good, and then they make your perfume and bottle it for you. So I have mine at home. I haven't tried it out yet. It still has to curate for, like, 30 days, so mine's still, like, setting in, but as soon as I get home, I'm going to go try it. That's so cool. What, like, flavors did you pick? I don't know. I had like chocolate in mine and Ooh, some cool. sort of flower. It was so random. I was like putting all these little scents in because you like you smell the scents individually and then they put them on like a big sheet and they like whiff it in front of your nose to kind of give you an idea what the perfume will smell How like. Cool is that? So I'm hoping mine actually doesn't smell disgusting. But I'm still proud of it. I made a perfume. And it's super fun. Even the guys enjoyed it. Dave loved it. That would be really cool, honestly. It's a fun experience. And it gives you a really cool souvenir, too. And you can actually, if you love your perfume so much, you write, they give you a paper of all the scents you use, and you can order it online. So your custom perfume. Like, that's your perfume. That's your scent. So if you like the way it turned out, you can order it. Oh, that's really cool, yeah. honestly. And Maybe. we'll have the place linked and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I meant to mention that before, all these um, tours, so you know exactly the tour we took. If you're interested, I'm, we're going to link them so you can just go there. Oh, yeah, guys. And just a side note, for any of you guys that don't know, because I say this only every once in a while, especially if you're a new travel brat, we have blogs that have links to absolutely everything we talk about on yep. our website. People are like, check you guys it out. Have a website. So yeah, guys, go check out the blogs and go check out all the other fun blogs yep. and links to all the places you could ever imagine that we <laughs> talk about. They're all here. Um, yeah, and and you know our travel brats love that because you know you may be listening to this on the car on the way to work on a trip or you know folding laundry in the house and you don't have time to be like oh i gotta write that down let me go look it up on the internet so um yeah you guys can find all the stuff and when you're planning your trip make some perfume oh yeah yeah i do it and then uh okay so back to medici oh yes my favorite family so you can see the medici chapels which we saw and the bottom there's like this relic museum where they're they're buried like a lot of the most famous medicis are buried and you know it's funny because my mom and i were walking around and we saw these little like ornate like little statues and cases with gold and i was like that's so pretty and then i realized there was bones in each one of them like little pieces of bone and the medici family they would collect bones from famous like 
religious figures, like from saints, were believed bones. Like collect from their bones. Yeah, this family would collect famous wow. people and religious people's bones and put them in these like little fancy cases. Okay. So it took me. What, I was. A, <laughs> what do you collect? <laughs> yeah, I was. I collect seashells. Now I was about halfway through the exhibit when I realized that in each case there was a bone, and I was kind of creeped out. My mom was like, "This is so cool," and I was like. This is kind of creepy. I don't know how I feel about it. It was interesting, though. Witchcraft. Yeah. I don't know. They were a fun family. But anyway, it was definitely cool to see. And you can go up and see their private chapel, which was super ornate and super beautiful. And then um, you can also see this room that Michelangelo was commissioned to make some pieces in. So more statues by Michelangelo, if you want to see something. Never get tired of statues by Michelangelo. But yeah, we we love the Medici family. They were fun. (laughs) And speaking of more art... Uffizi Gallery. Oh, the Uffizi Gallery. So, there's so many famous paintings here, and I'm just going to list a few because you've probably heard of them. So, there's The Birth of Venus or Primavera. Those are both by Botticelli. They're so pretty. Got an amazing selfie in front of them. And then there's, sorry if I pronounce this wrong, Donnie Tondo by Michelangelo. And this is actually what's super interesting about it because it's one of the only oil paintings he ever did because all his paintings were like frescoes, right? Which is on like the wet plaster, painting on wet plaster, such as the Sistine Chapel. So this is one of his only paintings. And it was commissioned as a present for um, a a rich man's daughter's baptism. Okay. And he actually didn't like it because he said in the painting, Mary is depicted as too muscular. So Michelangelo was like, okay, I'll keep it, but if you ever want it, you're going to have to pay me double the price I originally asked. And then turns out when Michelangelo became so famous, the guy did want it. So he ended up paying double double the price price for the same painting. We don't really necessarily know why Michelangelo made the woman so muscular, but we think that he... Well, it's rumored that he was probably, like, bisexual or something, and in a lot of his paintings, the women are seen as muscular, and people think that, like, depicts how oh, he Michelangelo felt. Michelangelo was? Yeah. Hmm. But I feel like a lot of the painters and stuff in the Renaissance, which they don't really tell you about, kind of were bisexual, which is interesting. interesting. I don't know. A fun historical fact for fun those that are curious. Fun historical fact, yeah. And but then, then there's some more works, so if you like Da Vinci, which I'm a huge Da Vinci fan, there's the Annunciation, Adoration of the Magi, which was not finished, uh, the Baptism of Christ, and those were all three by Da Vinci. Mm-hmm. And then, if you like Raphael, there's Madonna del Cardenio, St. John the Baptist in the Desert, which is one of my favorites by Raphael. And then my all-time favorite painting here was by the artist Filippo Lippi, and it was Madonna and Child. Cool. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, man, the art So there's is so much art in the Uffizi that you could spend... We took a tour... And we were actually leaving that day to go to Venice, so we didn't have that much time. But it was it was so good. Like, yeah, you could just, spend two, three days just at the Uffizi Gallery. Yeah, if you're not an art person, you miss like half of Italy. Yeah, because Italy is so rich with art. I oh mean, you God. have all those yeah. famous artists <laughs> that come out. And then, I mean, speaking of art, because this can totally be art too. Art. Okay, tell me about the food. Oh, food, culinary art, delicious. Yeah, right. All right, so we went to the. Um, Bistro Tra- Tre Travioli, and it was so yummy and authentic. It was fairly casual. It was like kind of like a medium, casual, nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. We really loved it. It was super close to our hotel. And then we went to the Il Gusio, which is more of, like of a fancy food, and it's super local again. Like we were the only English speaking tourists in there. Oh, you know, it's good. Yeah, it's a good transition. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. When there's only locals there, that's the spot then. It's the spot. And then, where'd you guys stay? Okay, so our hotel in Florence was the Horto Convento. And it's actually super cool because this is an old monastery that they Ooh. converted into a hotel. That's cool. Yeah, so this is where they, they lived and stuff and worked. And also, it was when the Black Plague was around, it was used oh. where they kept the plague patients in there. <laughs> I hope any plague is not any, lingering. Any plague ghosts? I don't know. I think that looks fine so far. But <laughs> it was fun. So it was a monastery, and then it was like a plague hospital. So it was really cool. It was pretty modern inside how they redone it, and I liked it and could contrast to other hotels we stayed at in other places don't worry Kelly. they got vaccines for that now yeah i know did you did you was it haunted did you feel any ghosts tugging at your leg i think i felt her presence <gasps> when i was sleeping now <laughs> but yeah it's a great hotel staff is super friendly so shout out to the hotel porto convento and just kidding they're not haunted so don't don't yeah, don't, don't freak out please don't stay not there. stay there yeah. it's super cute and okay wait, wait wait before we end this episode i gotta ask you because this was a lot this what is a big your, one. Yeah. What was your favorite thing here? <clears throat> My favorite thing probably was Uffizi Gallery. If you couldn't tell based on how many different paintings I listed, I love art. So that was my favorite just because you're going to see a lot of the classic Renaissance art. It was, it was amazing. In the last episode, we didn't, I didn't ask you what your favorite thing was in Sorrento. Oh, yeah, no. Well, I got to give Sorrento a shout out now. So favorite thing in Sorrento was definitely uh, probably... Um, oh god, is it Pompeii or Capri? I don't know if I can pick oh, close because tie. close tie because Pompeii was historical, but Capri was just so much fun, and yeah. I felt bougie. They're so different. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Well, guys, catch us next time when we do Venezia. Kaylee, thank you so much, Thanks. and we have been loving this series with you. So we will see you in Venice. See you, travel rats. Peace out. Bye. Hey there, are you looking to sell your home the for sale by owner way? Then check out Listella. Listella is an online real estate platform where you can directly buy and sell homes with no negotiations and no commission. Sellers save the 6% they would typically pay an agent, and buyers can find and buy a home in as little as 14 days. The best part? If you're a Travel Brats listener and you list your home on Listella, you'll get 20% off the listing fee with code TRAVEL. That's capital T-R-A-V-E-L. Check them out at listella.com or download the listella app today looking for the cutest new travel pieces for your adventure wardrobe then shop best dressed from gorgeous sundresses to adorable bikinis and cozy sweaters best dressed has the perfect travel pieces for any vacation destination check them out at shopbestdressed.com and use code travelbrat20 for 20 percent off the entire store